Welcome to Cover to Cover, a podcast featuring musical conversations about an album or song which has changed and enhanced someone's life. I am your host, songwriter Matt Tarka. Thanks for joining us today. We humans connect with the presence of music in our own unique way. As an artist, a concert goer, through our headphones or as something that simply lives in our everyday background. Our guest today is one Derek Avery, who is no stranger to the program if you've been following along with each of our episodes here. Derek is a singer, songwriter, and multi-instrumentalist. He's originally from Newport Beach, California, but grew up in Woodbridge, Virginia, lived in Arlington, Virginia for a little while from 2008 to 16, and currently lives in Ashburn, Virginia. Derek began his music career at age 11 in the Washington Opera Company at the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C. back in 1997. He went on to front several successful rock bands in the D.C. area before briefly attending the Berklee College of Music in Boston, Massachusetts, and returning to D.C. to work on his own music. Derek regularly performs and teaches bass, guitar, ukulele, piano, synthesizer, and voice. For our conversation today, we will be placing our focus on American musician Mark Mulcahy and his 2019 solo record titled The Gus. For those unfamiliar, he is the front man for the New Haven, Connecticut-based band Miracle Legion. He later formed Polaris, which was the house band for the mid-1990s alternative television series The Adventures of Pete and Pete. The Gus was released back in July 5th of 2019. Um... He collaborated with Mark Seedorf on this one. The record itself was mixed by Paul Q. called Derry. That name might ring a bell for some of our listeners here. Um, so I want to, before we really officially begin, I want to quote our guest verbatim about the Gus. Each song on this album is a double-sided coin of both joy and pain. It's the perfect record for almost every occasion. Mark, being an already very accomplished songwriter, really takes this one to a personal yet eccentric place. Do not skip this album. So without further ado, Derek, it's great to have you today. Thanks. Hey, for- hey, yeah, you, found my, you found my review. I did. I did. <laughs> I did. I, I felt like it was, uh, it, it definitely needed to be included here at the top. Thanks for being here on cover to cover today. And I'm I'm excited to uh, learn more about Mark Mulcahy. I'm uh, I'm a newcomer to his music, so uh, it's great to have you. And uh, great to be here. Yeah, what inspired you to choose the Gus? Um, A few things. Um, Where do I begin? Uh, So Mark Mulcahy has sort of been in the background for me my whole life. Obviously, with um, growing up with like Pete and Pete. Uh, as a show that I definitely watched all of. Um, did you ever watch Pete and Pete, by the way? I did not. Yeah. I, I knew about the show on Nickelodeon, but for whatever reason, it was just, uh, it wasn't on my radar. That's fair. A lot of people uh, that I that I meet and I, and this comes up in conversation, it's like 50-50, I find. Like some people remember the show and the people that it, it, it really had an impact on, it like... <laughs> had an impact it's very eclectic right i i oh, remember yeah. yeah a friend told me the other day that uh, iggy pop uh mm-hmm. made frequent appearances on pete and pete yeah he was a he was a character on the show a lot of a lot of uh just crazy uh stories and it was a very it was just a very 90s thing 
Um, and so the band on the show, there's like a, a band that a, appears at the beginning uh, and they play the theme song. The theme song is called Hey Sandy. Um, and it's a very, very catchy song. And it's definitely like my, my high school band covered it. And we, you know, I grew up with that being, you know, like a heart song to a degree. Um, and it's, it definitely shaped my taste for uh, Jangle Pop and sort of led me into that world a little bit more than I, than I probably would have uh, if I hadn't been exposed to Polaris. Interestingly enough, that didn't lead me to Miracle Legion. Um, I think partially because they were more prominent in the 80s, and I, I, I would, I would say, having listened to them now, um, that they, they were definitely at the time were, you know, like a, like a songwriter's band, like a band's band. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's really interesting if you really look into Mark's life, um, which I, I have done uh, since discovering this record because Mark has always just been the dude from Polaris to me. And like when in 2012, I remember Polaris did like a reunion show and I really wanted to go see them and I couldn't cause I w- was probably on tour or something, but um, I really wanted to catch that. And I was, I was following that totally missing <laughs> the miracle Legion connections and like any, any of his solo work and none of that just all over my head. I'm just like Polaris, Polaris, Polaris. Um, so for me it's it, it was a lot of uh it was a lot like like growing up listening to like green day and then like never ever finding out about like the network or something yeah um but a lot more underground <laughs> <laughs> yes um now i i looked into uh, as i was saying uh, a lot of the stuff that mark had done since pete and pete um a lot of solo music. Uh, and in 2008, his wife, Melissa passed away. Um, and it, uh, created this compilation album that I had actually come across randomly, not connecting it (laughs) because of the artists that were on it. Um, and it's, it's called Chow, my shining star, the songs of Mark Mulcahy. Um, and, uh, it features people like Tom York and Michael Stipe um, and like the national and Frank black and all of these artists, these incredible artists from all over the map are influenced by this dude. And they all came together and put out this compilation like as a tribute to him and his wife and it insanity. It's just insanity. It's so humbling to think that all of these crazy, famous, influential people are all connected by this songwriter from Connecticut that you've never heard of. <laughs> We're chatting with Derek Every here on Cover to Cover with Matt Tarka about all things Mark Mulcahy. Yeah. We're going to be talking about the Gus in just a little bit. Um, Derek, I got to ask you, where does this piece of music fit into the artist's overall discography uh we know a little bit that you know he he founded miracle legion mm-hmm. then later polaris mm-hmm. um when did this solo 
uh, when did he be, when did he embark on this solo career? Was it around the time of this compilation that that we, we've been talking about here? Um, earlier than that, honestly. Earlier, uh, okay. Like started probably like the late nineties. Um, I think he put out his first record in ninety seven, um, uh, which is called Fathering, uh, and he, he released all of this on his own label, which is uh, Mezzotint Records. Um, and then he put out uh, an EP in 2000 and then he put out two albums in 2005 well like a full length and an ep but two releases in 2005 um and then yeah then his wife passed away and he uh, he didn't put out another album until 2012 or 2013 i think he went on the polaris reunion tour in 2012 and then mm-hmm. i think 2013 he put out Dear uh dear Mark J. Mulcahy, I love you, which I is based on on like go, going back and listening to all of his discography, uh that album is quickly growing on me as like a favorite. Uh it's 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 a lot more rough. Uh and there's some there's some sort of like lackadaisicalness to the way that he performs uh and you really see it in polaris uh and and if you watch old footage of like miracle legion um like there's there's footage of them on letterman and him as a front man is just like he is in his world <laughs> and he's just doing his thing and i relate to that so hard matt <laughs> Like, it sounds like you're you're explaining an opportunity to go down a wonderful YouTube rabbit hole. Oh man, would that There's, be accurate? Yes, you should. You definitely should start with Polaris. Hey Sandy, because it's a it's a catchy little little number. Um, if you're not familiar with with the, the you know the the jangle pop uh, sound or jangle pop uh, movement, as it were, uh, Miracle Legion is up there as you know being kind of grandfathers of that uh i guess tone <laughs> we shall mm-hmm. call it mm-hmm. uh but like i i grew up listening to all kinds of jangle pop artists like um one of my favorites is the innocence mission um actually from pennsylvania um where you come from and they uh they are they're my favorite because they their blend of like folk and sort of like plunky guitar work, you know, that sort of, you know, I don't want to use the word jangly again, but <laughs> uh, just that, just that like ES335 sound over top of just really pretty acoustic folk music and amazing vocals. Like that sound really pulls me in. And I, I think what Mark does with a lot of his solo albums up to the Gus <laughs> Mm-hmm. uh is is in that vein still it's still very like jangle pop like here's an acoustic guitar here's a cool electric guitar part on top of it and maybe there's some keys maybe there isn't maybe there's drums maybe there isn't it tells a cool story or it's about a nice message or it's you know it sends a good something or maybe it's a sad song you know but whatever the whatever the vibe it's always kind of it, it's comfort food it's jangle pop comfort food and you look at the Gus, which we should get to, and it's no, you're no longer in comfort food territory. 
you have you have walked into like a buffet of like random combinations of things you didn't think existed and you're just like i didn't know that there was like east ethiopian pizza fusion let's do this and <laughs> let's talk about the gus yeah. um let's talk about who the players are on this record. Um, I will just, you know, say here quickly that my small little entree, if we are kind of talking about, you know, a buffet here for a brief instant is, uh, I realized just recently that Mark Mulcahy, uh, supplied some backing vocals on a couple of, uh, Jay Maskus from dinosaur juniors, um, most recent solo records, elastic days, as well yeah. as, um, uh, tied to a star. Oh yeah. Which was really cool. I was like, Oh, Oh, I, I get, I get this. I know this. I know this gentleman. And Jay so, Maskus uh, is on uh, the uh, the compilation um, "Chow My Shining Star." Yeah. So, uh, and he's also on this album. He's on the last track. <laughs> so, who are the overall players here? Um, so it's yeah. it's it's generally Mark um, Mark Seaford, uh, who is uh, a bass player. Um, let's see. There's, uh, uh, Ken Miri Miri. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, awesome drummer, uh, and does some like keys and backups, like guitars and stuff like that. Yeah. From the B 52s, I believe. And, um, Dennis, uh, Cromit on guitar. Um, also cool songwriter, um, new England. And, uh, he's on, a couple of my favorite tracks here. Mm-hmm. I do want to talk about the first track. Let's um, do it. There's a guest vocalist. So the song's called Wicked World. The song starts with just this cool kind of guitar riff. It's kind of strummy, kind of has movement to it. It's major. Uh, and it comes in with this, this guy talking about like taking his dog for a walk and then like getting shot. <laughs> and dying and and then the chorus is you know it's the wicked world again uh and then in comes this voice and i'm like who is that and it's this really beautiful um female vocalist uh and it's uh rain phoenix it's rain phoenix yeah (laughs) (laughs) which is like (laughs) yeah it knocks you out it's insane um, how do you not love that immediately? You open your album with like a, a sad duet with Rain Phoenix. <laughs> and there's cello and it's beautiful. Um, and the whole thing kind of dissolves into like this distortion sort of chamber. Like the whole song just fades out into just this epic pad of just fuzz. And it kicks into this kind of different vibe uh with track two with daisy marie it's which i've covered um it's up on my soundcloud if you want to hear it it's i do a punkier version of it but it's got all the pop elements but it kind of staggers in places that you don't expect it to and and it's catchy as as all hell and some of the lyrics are just really up my alley as far as like clever like kind of tongue-in-cheek like middle finger lyrics you know mm-hmm. um it's a song about daisy marie uh who is a good friend 
And uh, one of one of the one of the lyrics is you you brought your little tiger to my house last night, um, thinking you could catch on to this little mouse. But there's a different type of game we're going to play. It's called Let's Kick This Tiger Out. Hmm. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> get get out of here. <laughs> I feel I feel that. And I, f- I felt that. So like it's it's the, like you said, um, like the the lyrical content um, is kind of. Well, we were talking earlier, and you yeah, said it was it was uh it's dark and it sort of covers very what appear to be ordinary situations on their face. Right. But there's always something kind of sinister behind the scenes. And I and I love that. Like that's how I write. That's most of my songs are like a clever turn of phrase or like a you know, a fun like just a, a fun fuck you or you know what I mean? Like a nice, a nice stab in the back, a friendly stab in the back. Friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then track three, uh, taking baby steps. I actually texted this song to Andy Ziff and I was like, this song, I think at the, I mean, I still believe this was, I was like, this song is very Ziffy. <laughs> like <laughs> it's, it's got this like lush, like C major guitar thing going on and it just sounds like it's being played on like an old like gibson or something and it's it's very coward's choir um like the instrumentation is is like you know keys guitars and and it's like big and pretty and and does it does this 12 pattern it's in 12 (laughs) where it's like this one two three four five one two three four five six seven vibe and i i totally love it <laughs> i'm i fell for this song hard uh to the point where i i can't i can't not listen to it like almost every day mark plays drums on this track from what i understand from the liner notes um yeah can the drummer uh switched over to keyboards instead of drums yeah it's yeah. it's it's and it's a it's a huge beat like it's it's washy and it reminds me of like Pedro the lion kind of um, especially because of the singer playing the drums kind of vibe, like that connectivity of the rhythm, like it really pulls it. And the music video is even weirder. It's just like them, like in a field eating ice cream. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah and they're, and they're, um, they're handcuffed to one another. Yeah. And they're handcuffed yeah. to one another. Yeah. It's, um, it's pretty great. So, and then that takes us to track four, which is later for the box. Now I'm going to straight up tell you that I would just spin tracks one, two, and three for like two months. It was just one, two, three. And then I'm going to get to track four and I'd be like, next, I'll just do, I'll just listen to the rest of the album later. I just do these for now. So real quick, you've been listening to this album quite a bit during what we're dealing with right now, which is a global health pandemic. Yeah, that. (laughs) Yeah. Could you remember, do, remember when we did a whole podcast about it? We did. We did. <laughs> now, now, my question is, would you be content if you were in splendid isolation, so to speak, of listening to tracks one, two, and three? Oh, no. No, you got to have the You got to go the through record. the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, man, you do. It's a journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really pays off, especially at the end. And we'll get to that. But um, speaking of Jay Mascus, but, uh, but later for the box really grew on me because it's a song about patience. It's just straight up, you know, dude got a package and he was like, cool. I don't, I don't know who that's from or what it is. So it has no real bearing on my life. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna ignore it until I feel like 
doing it. And then he just talks about what he did all day. And it's, it's just so simple. <laughs> He's like, I put, I, I played banjo in my bare feet. I talked to my, like a rabbi's wife. I, I, I got lemonade. He just goes through his day. <laughs> He's just like, nah, later for the box. Casual indifference I, of things just I happening day to day. Yeah. Yeah, man. It, it, it reminds you to like, take, those moments where it's like, oh my god, I got a thing, and it's like, who cares? <laughs> it put doesn't it down. matter. Put yeah, it put away. it down. Open yeah. it later. Yeah. It'll be there when you get back. Go, go about your day, man. Go enjoy your cold glass of lemonade on your back Ex- porch. Exactly. Go you play know? banjo in your bare feet. Um, hell yeah. What's after so, later for the box? Uh, track five. Uh, I won't tell anyone but you. Um, so this is one of these, like, you need to listen to it. It starts off kind of in a, in a minor descendy vibe and it's, it's dissonant and not initially, I'm straight up saying not initially pleasing, not in a, not in like an ugly way. I just mean like in like a jazz way, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it could be alienating. Yes. Um, it's a, it's definitely like a red wine kind of a song. You need to be in the mood um, mm-hmm. to a degree, but a if sipper. you can, yeah, if you can get through sort of the, the style change, because it is a bit of a, a, a bit of a left turn um, sort of a paradigm shift into whatever style this is out of uh, out of later for the box. Which ends with a very, like, a very Polaris-style, like, <laughs> it's almost like calliope, like, creepy, like, guitar, high-voice fade-out thing. And then it cuts into this just, like, totally different, dissonant, like, dirty kind of song. Um, the chorus is um, one of my, has one of my favorite lyrics. One Again, one of those clever turn of phrases um i won't tell anyone but you that the water you led your horse to won't do nothing but make you won't do nothing but make him wish that he was born a fish (laughs) it's difficult to stick with what you know Hmm. and it's like yeah (laughs) again every 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 song you're just like totally (laughs) it's just that's my reaction to every track um and i'm sorry if it's if it's like monotonous but like it's just like, yeah, man, right on. <laughs> Folks, we're talking to Derek Every right now on Cover to Cover about Mark Mulcahy's The Gus. I totally feel that, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Um. All right. So People Beware, speaking of totally feeling that, this is a very pro-drug song. Um, people Beware, Don't Be Fooled by All the Squares. Um, and like verse one is, let's talk about drugs 101 put the focus on marijuana and uh, just launching into how it's totally fine and you can just smoke it. (laughs) And like, again, very, very pretty transitions. It goes places musically that you, you really do not expect, especially because it kind of starts with this, like, you know, bum, 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 sort of vibe. It feels very like, like a dude, like at a circus, like, trying to like woo children in to come see the clowns, but he's actually like, just come smoke with us. dude. <laughs> it, it's got that vibe. After people beware, we have a tune called Mr. Bell. Oh, here we go. 
Ooh, lots of, uh, well, an introduction of some different instruments here. There's some saxophone, clarinet, some flute. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, some trumpet as well. Gorgeous arrangement. Yes. Very Tom um, Waits-esque from what it's I- It's like t- yeah. very Tom Waits, very, uh, um, what's the, uh, almost, almost Springsteen-esque, like, just telling a story about a, just a- <laughs> Just a guy. Um, I have a I have a quote from um, from a Brooklyn Vegan article, if if you would like, um, that I have prepared. It's sure. um, lay it on us. Mark is saying, "Mr. Bell" is a song about a man who is beloved in spite of his imperfections. Uh, he takes advantage of the unshakable faith of his followers and pushes them to the brink of devoted insecurity again and again. Mm. And if you watch the music video. This is really hammered home because it's just footage of Trump. <laughs> I was going to say, where have we <laughs> have we seen this movie before? Oh my goodness! It's and it's it's so great when you when you listen to the song first and you you have no idea that like what it's about. You're just like, there's a weird song about a guy. Okay, but then you like when you get the Trump angle in there. And he starts, and you really get to the last chorus, and he's just like, this is his house, and and like, when he says that these are his children, and just keeps going, I'm just like, oh my god, it's like a gut punch. It's a gut punch of just how sad of an individual Mr. Bell is. Um, But yet he's referring to Mr. Bell as a magic spell. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which could be mm-hmm. taken either way, right? <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's. It's. Isn't it? Isn't it like a like a needful things kind of magic spell? Like, oh be my careful gosh. what you wish for. Yeah, <laughs> great Stephen King book. FYI. Right. Yes. Um. So that that's what I get out of that. At least it's a very it's a cautionary tale. You know, mm-hmm. people can respect you, but at the end of the day, you're just kind of whittled down to just like this is the stuff that you did, and who gives a shit? After um, Mr. Bell, Mr. Bell. We we have a long time ago, eerie as hell. What do you think about this tune? A long time ago. Um, a long time ago is super eerie. I am going to cut you off there and and say that you did skip my third favorite. Oh, did song. I? I'm sorry. Happy boat. You skipped happy boat. Sorry. Happy <laughs> boat is is just a lush. Well, well, we can talk about a long time ago. It is it is creepy. Um. But I, I do want to talk about Happy Boat. Let's Happy talk Boat, about Happy Boat first. Happy Boat does this like it's like a D A minor E minor thing, and it's so simple and so pleasing. Um, I, I use the word lush a lot on this record, um, but this song in particular is just it just hits with like these little like guitar and like kind of piano changes, and it, it almost has like a like a um, sort of like a like an 80s synth kind of vibe going on it's a smoky song it's a real it's a lot of like kind of walking around at night lots of fog which i call demon wind lots of demon wind demon wind um just rolling around foggy foggy streets it gives you it gives you this sort of sense of like being on a on a chill still foggy like water like happy boat i don't see being like sun a sunshiny experience so it's misdirection a little bit um but i mean the chorus is you better get into your happy boat and just go where you want to go so where you want to go keep paddling keep on paddling man uh a long time ago let's go there okay yes super creepy (laughs) 
Um, this is an almost acapella song if it weren't for the guitar. Like, and then it kicks in with like this big drummy kind of bridge, which again kind of enters in this almost like sideshow kind of vibe, almost a circusy kind of kind of feel. There's a there's an ep- there's like an epic spectacle kind of vibe to it, but it's very like street minstrel. It's not like Epcot Center epic. It's like step right up. Here's a tent. <laughs> it's creepy and dark. Head on in. <laughs> These are real people doing real shit. Come on. <laughs> Give me a dollar. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> it's got to feed the carnies. That's what it feels like. It just, it feels like someone who's just been through so much fucking life. They're just a sponge that's just sucked up all of this. And they've been wrung out and wrung out and wrung out and wrung out over and over and over again. And yet they still clean shit up. There's a lyric in here that I'm recalling. It goes like this. I'm presently satisfied and embarrassed. The only bird left is a crow. Mm. Even Even a yes is a no. Mm-hmm. Ooh, there's there's a lot of uh i don't know um the sky is green what's up is down type of stuff yeah i mean it, it's it opens with feeling shine down from above and it's just like what <laughs> boo, 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 boo. <sighs> minor <laughs> it's it's weird right it's it's almost it's like it it do you get a sense that that like I don't I don't I really can't like pick up on his personal like religious beliefs or or definitely his political beliefs but not his personal like god related beliefs that kind of stuff on any of his recordings so far at least but like unless he has a song called like I believe in this in which case send that to me please I want to hear it um it seems like he has like this like bleak realism about him like that like dreams can come true but they aren't what you know like it's something like that it's like it's like you, do you know what i'm trying to say it <laughs> it's not it exactly feel- how they appear in your dreams right it, it every every song on this record thus far kind of it's it's almost like you walk into like a vestibule of like a different door and you open up a door into like a different world, like in like in Nightmare Before Christmas, where he's like, you know, the holiday trees, and like, except this is just like different song trees, and you you step into each one, and they're all totally different, but they're all part of the same fucked up forest. Last but not least, we have a tune called "What If I Go Off with Bob." Can I just say that this is probably one of the best songs that's ever been written ever in the history of songwriting? And I'm saying this as both a songwriter and fan of songwriting. I got a telegram just the other Friday night. What if I go off with Bob? That's what it said. It said, it what said if I go off with exactly this. <laughs> what if I go off with Bob? What is happening in this song, It was Derek? cryptically trippy. <laughs> Jay Maskus is uh, a featured guitarist on this track, and he does some amazing work. You can you can hear the 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 patented Dinosaur Junior gu- guitar noises. Just big muff, big muff, uh, just big muffs abound. Um, and the Bob chorus, just Bob, Bob, right, Bob, Bob, Bob. It's insane. I fucking love it. I fucking love it. This like I feel like Bob's Burgers should pick this song up. 
and just use it at the end of every episode because it just feels like something that would be on Bob's Burgers. You know what I mean? Sure. It's yeah. got this like rock and roll slidey piano part and like <laughs> there's like glissandos and like weird hammering and this crazy J Maskis guitar part and like all these people are chanting Bob. <laughs> it's just it's insanity and it fucking rocks too. Did we mention that this song like slams the whole time? You're just like, yeah, like you're jamming. <laughs> it just moves. Um, and that's the Gus. That's the whole album. It's just, it's, it starts off with like the wicked world again. Just it's the wicked world again, and it ends with Bob, Bob, Bob. It's not a, 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 a you know, it's not a calm record. No, <laughs> <laughs> but I like how I like how down to earth it feels. It feels it feels like yeah, this is it's weird and idiosyncratic, and that's how humanity is. Like, it's definitely just like a dude that's been through some stuff. Now I do have this. I showed you this earlier, but this is my field guide to the Gus, which I, I did pick up from the, the mezzotint label. Um, it looks hand stapled and it's all of it's all the little drawings on the back of the record. I do. I have it on vinyl, um, but it just gives little descriptions of all the little guys that are drawn. Um, and it's, it's really cute and you can pick this up on their, on their website which my wife did for Christmas. And it was a really cool Christmas present. Folks, we're chatting with Derek Every here on Cover to Cover with Mad Tarka about all things Mark Mulcahy and the Gus. I also want to show you this because th- this is the album on vinyl. It's like blue marble. It's gorgeous. It's the most gorgeous record I own as far as vinyl, colored vinyl is concerned. This is the prettiest it. one that I have. Love it. So... Let's talk about the actual piece of art. We've talked a lot about the music, but let's yeah. let's talk about cover art, if you will. So let's talk about album art. The The whole record is um, really, really cool. So like I said, there's that the field guide to the Gus, which has all the little characters. Um, and then the back of the album has all of those little characters here. But then the front, it's kind of this sort of picture like close up of mark's face kind of blended with like a like a shot of space yeah on a taped up polaroid on like a weird tattered brown taped up stained background and the whole thing just feels very like tattered like it's been through a lot it's 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 sun stained and like smoke stained and yellow and gross and like if you there's like you know, detritus along the edges and it's, it's meant to look distressed and, and, and give you a sense of like nostalgia for something that's like gross and sludgy. (laughs) Yeah. And the album title and his name are handwritten and it looks like it just was also sort of handpicked from his journal. Everything is like pencil sketches. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it just feels very, it feels DIY and and relicky, not nostalgic, but it feels relicky. Does that make sense? Mm, yeah, there's a bit of a difference. I feel like mm-hmm. Um, But it's it's super unique. I, I really I, I I've seen like you know like who's a Polaroid of a cool thing on my album cover or whatever, and this isn't that. This is like this is an old picture, and 
it's a guy looking i mean you could you could assume anything hopeful sad hopeless happy whatever but he's staring off into space there we have it that's the record that's the gus derek Avery. it has been a great pleasure to have you here once again on cover to cover thank you so much Absolutely. for being here thank you so much matt I hope I hope all of our listeners here check out Mark Mulcahy's uh, 2019 offering, The Gus. Derek, yeah. thanks, thanks, thank you very much, dude. Thank you so much for having me. It was a blast. I love talking about this record. I love listening to this record. Like I said, I listen to this pretty much every day since for like a year. It's <laughs> it's great. Go check it out. Go check out Mark. Go listen to Polaris. Go listen to Miracle Legion. Go listen to all of Mark's stuff, and then listen to Matt Tarka's stuff. <laughs> You're the man. Thank you so much to all of you for taking some time to stop by the program today. For all of you listeners out there, thank you very much. And please remember to hit that subscribe button on that device in which you listen to your favorite podcast, whether that's on Apple, Google, Stitcher, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take a moment to tell your friends and family about our show. Let us know how much you like the show by giving us a good rating. That will certainly help us appear higher in search results. And as always, feel free to drop us a line at hello at covertocoverconversations.com. Intro and outro music of our podcast is produced by Jarrett Nicolay at Mixtape Studios in Northern Virginia. We hope you discovered some new music, perhaps rekindled your love for an old forgotten song, and shared a good moment with us as we continue to sonically explore a world from cover to cover.